0: plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Very, very cheeky of you. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now we're going back for a little bit of Halloween drama from Trick or treat TA who says, am I the a-hole for choosing my budget over my boyfriend this Halloween? I need some perspectives here. This whole thing is so out of control. I, 28 female, own my house and my boyfriend, 29 male, moved in January. We had a ton of early money arguments and agreed that we would keep to a household budget. Also, he agreed to pay down his credit card debt. I have more flexibility in my personal spending than he does early after we moved in my boyfriend told me that as a kid he always wanted to live in one of those houses that were totally decorated for trick or treat and handed out full size candy here's where i messed up i took this as a comment and not a plan when the end of september came we went to the halloween store and he was under the impression we had savings for this i didn't know we go over the monthly budget together and it was never listed When he found out that there were no Halloween savings, we had an argument. Afterwards, I talked to his friends who all said he had talked about trick-or-treat extensively and how much it meant. I chalked this one up to a misunderstanding on my part. So I came up with $500 my money and went to him with an apology. He decided to buy one big piece, an animatronic clown and some lights. It burned through the $500, plus he put a little on his own credit card. He wanted another big piece and was mad I wouldn't put it on my credit card. I asked if he wanted to put handmade decorations or spiderwebs, but he said it would look cheap. A few weeks later, we had a fight over candy. He was still stuck on buying full-size bars. We easily get over 250 trick-or-treaters and I said we just don't have that much money. So we got the bulk bags of good small bars. I also had these little coloring books for the allergy and diabetes kids. Jump forward to Halloween. Early kids show up and he's letting them grab handfuls. I remind him we have a ton of trick-or-treaters coming and he got really annoyed. I had ordered a pizza for us. So I get it and go inside for about 10 minutes. By the time I came back out, the trick-or-treat bowls were empty. He'd been dumping a third of a bowl into each kid's bag and had given out the coloring books to whatever kids came along. He told me that i'd have to run out and go buy more candy on my credit card i said i wasn't going to do that and it wasn't my fault he just handed out 20 pounds of candy he started yelling right there in front of the kids and i told him to come inside he responded that he wasn't stopping trick or treating even if there was no candy i told him to have fun with the clown and went inside he came in 15 minutes later then he demanded that i leave for the night so that he could clear his head he argued it was fair because I had already eaten and it was my fault that trick or treat was ruined because I'm cheap. I handed the rest of the pizza at him and refused. He left and went to a friend's house and I guess they spent the rest of the night drinking, handing out trick or treat candy and texting me how awful and cheap I am. Am I the a-hole? Now, I had my hand on my forehead when you went to him with an apology and $500 of your money. I know you want to keep, you know, your relationship sweet and stuff like that, but he's the one who's irresponsible with his money. This story peed me off way more than I thought it was going to. And coming into it from the title, I certainly didn't think it was going to be a deal breaker for me, but this would be a deal breaker for me, I'm afraid. That entitled, rude attitude that's been displayed there is way over the top for my liking. You guys obviously have a set budget for a reason, and, you know, part of that was him agreeing to bring down his credit card debt. And then he was asking you to spend on your credit card when all the candy ran out and when you didn't go along with his demands he starts shouting at you in front of a bunch of children you guys don't know which is just awful and like i said that would be a deal breaker for me especially him going to his friends and then texting you how awful and cheap you are after you're the one that gave him 500 to buy this animatronic clown which seems ridiculous anyway in my opinion Not for the fact of decorating your house because I love all that. Lots of houses do it around where we are and I absolutely loved it last year. They clearly never had the budget for that in the first place. But Cake Eating Rabbit says not the a-hole. It sounds like he isn't able to financially support himself. You already support him financially. You do more in the sense of organization, responsibility and planning. He fully expects you to realize his dreams without having to lift a finger. Please tell me this guy at least does half the chores. OK Cheetah says in quotes, he was under the impression we had savings for this. And then says, no, he wasn't because he didn't contribute to any savings for this. He was under the impression you were going to cave and pay for it. OK Ad says not the a-hole and you need to run from this man. Make him fun of how cheap you are when he is living in your house that you own. Absolutely not. Tell him he can get the F out. Who is he to tell you to leave your own home? I'm livid for you, girl. You need a man, not this child. Not Nuts says, so he manipulated you into spending $500. You didn't mess up. There was no savings for that and he knew it. If he has a credit card debt and is still spending like that, he clearly has financial issues. And he tries to bring you down with him. After the way he treated you, trying to kick you out of your own house, I think long and hard before taking him back. Son says, and quotes, he left and went to a friend's house and I guess they spent the rest of the night drinking, handing out trick-or-treat candy and texting me how awful and cheap I am says, so you're kicking him out, right? Because you're not going to accept being treated this way, right? Because you're a grown woman who owns her own house and he can't figure out how to budget $500, a crazy amount to begin with, on one holiday. Come on. you know you don't think there's any way you could be an a-hole here. Sam Spade PI says, not the a-hole. It sounds like to me you're his ATM, not his girlfriend. Seriously, whatever issues he had to create so much credit card debt in the first place have not been resolved. He's fixing to ruin your credit rating, not raise his own. Opie responds to that and says, a lot of his debt is understandable. He spent part of his childhood in foster care and his parents kicked him out when he was 18 with nothing really. He went into debt early to pay for his basic needs. Never really learned how to have financial literacy. Only when I pointed it out, did he start paying more than minimum on his debts and start to work his way out of it. Sam Spade replies to that and says, you can make all the excuses for him all you want. He's still the guy who blew hundreds of dollars of your money for trick-or-treaters. Tried to throw you out of your own house when you told him you weren't spending any more. And spent the rest of the night abusing you via text. I'm not getting the feeling you're backing a winner here. Opie then continues about his childhood and said he had a really toxic childhood. And this is his first real stable situation. Apparently trick-or-treat was the time he sort of got to see clean and stable homes. And he got more to eat out of that candy than he did at home. Having this big display and to-do was a sign for him that someone had made it. I really didn't understand how much it meant to him, but his friends are on at me about it. Opie then talked a bit about how they had arguments earlier on about the financial stuff, and Opie said he makes me laugh, and yeah, after we sort of had a drag-out fight over finances early on, he has paid his half into the household fund every month, budget covering everything that is communal, mortgage, utilities, etc. I have my own money, and he has his. We earn similar, but because he's working on his debt, he ends up having less personal money than I do. After we had an argument first month, I set up a monthly house budget that just covers communal things. He has been contributing his half to it since. So half mortgage, utilities, etc. Because so much of his money is going to the debt. I have more flexible personal budget and I put money into savings. But yeah, financially, he pulls his weight and he spent the summer being compulsive about having a perfect lawn. So it's not like he is useless around the house. So then OP updates the post in r slash just no SO three months later and says three months ago, basically the whole internet told me to break up with my boyfriend. Two days ago, I finally ended it. I posted in Am I the A-hole in early November about something that happened with my boyfriend. He spent a ton of money on Halloween decorations and blamed me for ruining trick or treat. I wasn't sure where to post an update. So here I am. Everyone, and I do mean everyone online, basically said I was in the right and said some truly dire things about my relationship. I won't lie. There was so much anger towards him, I sort of shut down. When I started getting requests from actual news sources for more information, I just basically logged out and just decided to forget anything ever happened. We met the next day, as he spent a few nights at his friend's house. I said that for things to continue, we needed couples counseling. I expected him to set up the whole thing. He was surprisingly open to this and said he would work on it. And that's where things started to unravel. Our mutual friends had been really in his corner, bitching me out. But I found out the story that he had told them was way off from the truth. In his version, I prevented any money for Halloween and had gone cheap on trick-or-treating candy and was only handing it out to children I liked. Once they sort of heard my version, backed up with pics and receipts, support went to me. In fact, his friends had been giving him a lot of ribbing about how he acted, which now my ex hates. In the meantime, he'd been working on getting us counselling, but found that getting therapy on his insurance meant months-long waiting lists. So instead, he came up with this couple's coach who was religious. I'm not religious and wasn't thrilled by this, but figured it was better than nothing. Our first meeting was only three days after I posted. One funny thing that came up was that my ex immediately handed over a printout of the household budget and the coach praised it. But the coach thought my ex was the one who wrote it and that I was failing to follow it. So what followed was this weird thing where my ex wanted all the praise, but also wanted the coach to badmouth the budget because my ex hates it. It took the better part of the first session to explain to him the actual situation. And the coach was weird about the fact that it was the woman in the relationship dictating money even though he liked the budget itself. This was a lot of issues later, actually. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider, with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The next day, one of our friends found out the Reddit post and sent it to my ex. All hell broke loose with him saying that I'd betrayed his trust. Our next couple's coaching session was all about that and honestly I felt terrible for airing his dirty laundry. The coach and my ex both crap on me a ton in this time that I had publicly humiliated my ex. Obviously I'm updating so I don't care about embarrassing my ex anymore. He has this username and will probably read this, whatever. One thing that was seemingly positive at first about the coaching was the coach pointed out that my ex had never had the ability to have holiday traditions because of his upbringing i genuinely felt bad about this and rolling into christmas made a huge attempt to incorporate him into my family's traditions and to ask if there's anything he wanted to do he responded by crapping all over my family's traditions and his only contribution was to suggest something really extravagant that would have a cost a fortune I swear, he only did this just to badmouth me when I said no. This was all bookended by our twice-a-week visits to the couple's coach, who I increasingly hated. He would go through super-religious prayers and having issues with us living together before marriage. Neither my ex or I responded positively to this, but my ex would get really into it when the coach would talk about more misogynistic men as head-of-the-household stuff. When I said I'd prefer moving to a regular therapist, my ex said I was undermining his work, getting us help. There's a dozen little things that happened in there where I should have broken up. But last week was the real final straw. Ever since my ex found the post I'd made on Reddit, he's been obsessed with going through my phone. Because of my career, I wouldn't let him. I have a lot of emails and accesses on my phone. That's sensitive information in regards to work. I made a compromise that he could ask who I was texting, etc. And I'd show him at any point. This wasn't good enough. I don't know how he got into my phone but he went through it fully and started raging out that i was keeping things from him none of it had any relation to him like i had a group chat where we were planning on a wedding shower for a friend he's only met this friend in passing he knew i was helping plan it but was mad that i hadn't let him know every little detail specifically we were surprising the bride by flying in her aunt who she rarely sees i wasn't contributing to this financially just knew about it And somehow me not telling him that specific little thing was keeping secrets we were still fighting over this when we went to a party with friends apparently in digging through my old chats he found where a friend of mine had talked to me in confidence of a tragedy she went through only her husband and sisters were really in the know my ex was drunk and started talking about this loudly to her with her husband right there her husband told her to shut up and my ex basically got all superior about knowing things and they're not being secrets it was very close to being a fight. I told him not to come back to my house after that and he seems really shocked we broke up. I'm still numb about all this, but yeah, him, never again. And of course, I'm very glad that OP got out of that situation. I think it was needed in the first one, but as I always say, it's, not, it's very easy for me to say this kind of thing. And like a lot of the comments, I just never get off the, over the audacity that when he didn't get his way with the money about going out getting more candy, he said, oh, I just need space from you. You need to leave your own house. Like, what the freak? <laughs> anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from Random Ad 452 and says, Am I the a-hole for the way I responded to my new co-workers, personal questions i 28 female i'm a foster kid long story short dad drug dealer mum drug addict Mum died and dad went to jail for life no family to take me on bounced in the system from the ages of 7 to 18 then i became homeless worked as an escort went to college and this is currently my second corporate job like you might imagine i do not like to talk about my personal life Even more so because of my first corporate job, where I was the last to be given time off during holidays or summer because I was a single woman without children. When I started at my current job, I made the decision that I was not going to get to know anyone. Colleagues will stay just that. Colleagues. So I arrive at my desk at 8.45 and I'm out the door at 5. I take my lunch break outside the office, don't take my breaks with the others, refuse all invites to things outside of work. My new colleagues got the hint when I just said no thank you when they would invite me. When I opted out of the secret Santa, even though it was obvious that I celebrated. And when, instead of going to a colleague's wedding, I RSVP'd no and sent a gift. They leave me alone, I leave them alone. But we are friendly and are happy to lend a hand when needed. Then this woman started with us three months ago. She is very outgoing and social, made friends with the whole office within the first week and seems to take it as a personal challenge that I do not talk about my personal life. At first, I was direct but polite. I told her, Hey colleague, I appreciate that you want to get to know me but I'm an extremely private person and do not like to mix my professional and personal life together. After taking her aside away from the others. Well, instead of backing off, she doubled her efforts. And it's not in a creepy way or a way that would allow me to go to HR, but I do not like it. Finally fed up with her, instead of trying to redirect the conversation or changing the subject, I just stared at her, dead in the eye, without saying anything. Yesterday she came by my desk and asked if I had plans this weekend. I said, yes I do, but didn't elaborate. Then she asked me what my plans are and if I had someone special that I was going to spend my time with. So I just stared her dead in the eye and said nothing for minutes. At first, she was annoyed, then she started rambling. Then she turned red and left in a hurry. Another colleague sitting close by gave me this disappointed look and told me they understood I was a private person, but that was no way to treat someone who was genuinely friendly, someone who was trying to include me in the social life of the office. So, am I the a hole? Opie then kindly responds to some comments, so they said edit, so this blew up. I posted it and didn't get back. Thought maybe I would get 100 max replies since this is almost drama free. So thank you to everyone who replied. Anyways, I read most of the replies and here's some answers to FHQs. I am friendly to co-workers. I make small talk. I'm just not sitting in the corner hissing at people when they say hello to me. <laughs> For the last three months, I've done everything I could think of to stop her nosiness. Redirected the conversation, changed the subject, asked about her instead. Tried saying I was busy so she could leave me alone. Nothing worked. That's why I chose this method most people said this is HR worthy so I think I'll be having a casual conversation with our HR rep tomorrow some people said me refusing to talk can hinder my career like I said above I am friendly and do talk with my co-workers I just refuse to talk about anything beyond what could be considered small talk I don't have a personal relationship with any of them outside working hours so I don't think it will be a problem I will just be that mysterious coworker that has been there for 30 years and no one knows anything about. But Scrabblement says, not the a-hole. But coming up with some small talk that's not revealing of your personal life will help you get along in office work. Do you have plans this weekend? Oh, running some errands, catching up on some TV. Have you seen any good shows lately? Do you want to do Secret Santa? I'm not that into gift exchanges, but I always like the decorations this time of year. What is your family doing for Christmas? If you have a pet, you are home free insert cute pet anecdote you have pets slash how are your pets doing first you're saying something about yourself that doesn't actually reveal anything meaningful this can be a complete lie you didn't have to really have errands enjoy decorations etc then you're immediately handing the conversation back to the other person with a low stakes question they'd probably be happy to talk about But then monologue briefly nod and smile and say you better get back to work you won't be seen as the office loner and you still won't have told them anything that matters about your life And I think that comment is a wonderful comment with some great, great examples. But I've also known people who's outgoing or, you know, invasive sometimes to the point that that is an invitation for them to keep coming back. Even if you say to them, like, I better get back to work. They'll be back to you a bit later. The one and only says, not the a-hole, but I don't know what your aspirations are. So take this for what it's worth. I'm an executive VP in corporate. I'm also a very private person. However, I will tell you that this behavior will impact your career. You need to learn to navigate an acceptable level to you of socialization with co-workers. You can do this without telling anyone about your history, something I had to take some time to learn. Good luck and for what it's worth, I don't think your past is anything to be ashamed of. In fact, I find it extremely inspiring and a true credit to how hard you have worked and your strength. Again, you do not have to ever share your story someone else may be inspired by what you went through and how far you have come and one more comment from He says honestly soft you're the a-hole you can respond without giving anything overly personal away mostly errands going to a movie catching up with an old friend on netflix none of these let her know your life if she pushes more you can just repeat that you are pretty private but hope she has a great weekend just staring is unnecessarily aggressive to me it was not an overly personal question I mean, I think it was nearly the definition of neutral small talk. You can connect on pretty vapid but fun things without needing to reveal what is private to you. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if you was OP? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love.